You're listening to the Property Nomads podcast, your one-stop shop for property, business, and travel-related content, tying it all together to help guide you towards success. If you like the podcast, please share with others, subscribe, and leave us a review. So get your gear together and let's get going. Hi, Rob Smallbone here, and today's episode is about HS2, a little bit on Brexit as well, but not too much. I get to talk about trains and property. If you're asking me, that is the best combination I can think of as well. There's been a few people ask us about HS2 and Brexit recently, and that's what's prompted this episode. And also with the news that HS2 has been delayed by up to five years as well. There is a chance that that project could still be cancelled as well in the long run. But fear not, this episode is about not fearing HS2 and really not paying too much attention to it because of the areas that HS2 is going to go into. They're already doing really, really well. And really, do they need HS2? If you're listening to this thinking, Rob, this is great, but what is HS2? Well, HS2 is a high-speed railway that is due to run between London and Birmingham. And then from Birmingham, it will go up to Crewe and then across to Manchester and Leeds, possibly Sheffield and Liverpool as well. In the very, very long run, I believe they want to run this all the way up to Glasgow and Edinburgh in Scotland as well. Now, this project's been talked about for many many years. A lot of works have already been done. A lot of works have been started in London and Old Oak Common, which is the west of London. As with many major projects, an initial budget was given and it's no surprise that the project is now gone quite wildly over budget. That does seem to be the case in the railway network. Doesn't matter what project it is, it always comes in over time and over budget, nine times out of 10 anyway. And a lot of people are going to react to this and start panicking about what about my property investments in these areas. So we're going to go and run through the areas one by one just to see what's going on economically and basically to say, don't panic about it. It doesn't really matter if HS2 does get built or doesn't get built. These are still key areas. And remember, when you go to invest in property, and we've spoken about this in previous episodes before, you have to look for your fundamentals. So are there good rail links? Are there good road links? Does a city have an airport? Do they have um, a metro system? Do they have good schools? Do they have hospitals? Do they have jobs? And all of the areas that HS2 plans to visit or plans to be part of, they all have key fundamentals already. So HS2 is really just the cherry on top of the cake. It's just an added bonus. But let's start with where HS2 is meant to start, London. London is London. London is a complete different beast from the rest of the country. London's always going to be at the forefront of progression within the market, but it's also going to be at the forefront of any regression in the market. London's one of the most visited cities in the world. There is so much development going on, not just with HS2, but with Crossrail, another major rail project that funnily enough is delayed and over budget so no surprise there and also they're looking at possibly cross rail too which again is an underground rail network 
uh, will go from the south side of the River Thames up to around Tottenham in the northeast of London. And again, that's not been commissioned yet. They've done some surveys. But again, don't be surprised if it gets given a budget and it gets given a green light and it comes in over budget and delayed. That's how these things seem to work. So do not panic about that. So London is a separate entity in itself. There's always going to be booms. There's always going to be busts. That's a property market. From a fundamental perspective, London has four, five, six airports. It's well connected. It's one of the best cities in the world to visit. Tourism wise, it's a great city to live in. My brother lives in South London. He thoroughly enjoys it. He lives and works in London and so do millions of other people. London is a brilliant city. It doesn't necessarily need HS2. The fundamentals for London are there. So if we follow the HS2 line up to Birmingham, Birmingham's hosting the 2022 Commonwealth Games. Birmingham has its own airport. It's got one of the UK's busiest stations already, Birmingham New Street. It's got multiple universities, a lot of industry, a lot of heritage, a wonderful place to visit. It's had a lot of investment over the years. The fundamentals for Birmingham are there. And by hosting the 2022 Commonwealth Games, that's going to have a monumental impact on the area. So again, if you're investing in and around Birmingham, I know that's quite broad, but if you're investing in and around Birmingham, the chances are you're doing that because the fundamentals already exist. Again, HS2, if it arrives, it may never actually get done. It would just be the cherry on top. Birmingham already has great fundamentals. Crew. So from Birmingham, HS2, it will go up to Crew. Crew is a relatively small town in the northwest of England. It's got fantastic motorway connections. The town itself has been so heavily involved in the railways that, in fact, the local football club are nicknamed the Railwaymen. That says everything you need to know about where Crew is. It's on the West Coast Main Line, so... Again, Crewe's wonderful rail connections already. You can get to Liverpool easily. You can get up to the Scotland easily, down to the southwest of England, to Wales very easily, and to London. The fundamentals are already there for Crewe. And the same for Liverpool, Manchester, Leeds, and Sheffield. So Liverpool, on the Wirral, there's been a recent announcement of a billion pounds worth of development. On the Wirral, that's going to create a massive housing community and amongst other things. Everton Football Club are looking at relocating their stadium as well from where they currently play to the Kirby Dock signs. Again, if that gets commissioned, that's going to have a massive impact on the area as well. The Albert Docks have been done. There's a lot of regeneration going on in the city centre. Liverpool's got its own airport as well. There's a lot going on. Manchester. Manchester has been riding this crest for a very, very long time. It is the go-to place in the north, depending on who you speak to. Again, great airports, or great airport, I should say. Very easy to get to. Two fantastic football clubs. Loads of development in the city centre, especially around Salford as well. Salford Quays, you know, places like the Lowry. Again, so much going on in Manchester. It is already well connected. The same with Leeds. Leeds is the financial capital of the north. Leeds has one of the busiest, if not the busiest station outside of London. There's a lot of development work going on. 
and not just to the station itself, but also the land to the west and the south of the station. You know, I've seen all the architect drawings, the local area plan as well. Um, what they've got lined up is going to fundamentally change that area. It doesn't necessarily need HS2. And the same for Sheffield. Again, a lot of development going on in the area. It's a steel city. It's a city full of heritage, full of pride. It's easy to get to. The nearest airport is Sheffield Doncaster Airport. You can get to London easily by train. Again, you can get up to places like Scotland, uh, Leicester, Nottingham, Derby. There's so many places you can get to already by train in Sheffield. And the thing that these cities, these places have in common where HS2 is designed to go is they've all got wonderful fundamentals already. So if you're investing in these areas, do not be put off by this recent delay to HS2. In fact, if HS2 never gets built, don't worry about it. Really wouldn't worry about it at all, purely because demand for housing at the moment is outweighing supply. Simple economics, if demand is higher than supply, that's the position you want to be in. If there is an abundance of supply of housing but not enough demand, that would be quite concerning, I think, for everyone involved. But for yourself, myself, people that have been investing, developing property for 10, 15, 20 years or more, they've seen major projects come and go. They've seen things be commissioned. They've been through recess uh, recessions, credit crunches and all these sort of things. At the end of the day, demand is much higher than supply. And whilst that remains the same and probably will do for the foreseeable future, certainly probably in our lifetimes, there's really nothing to worry about. Don't worry too much about the news. Don't worry too much about you know, these projects being delayed. The property market has its own 18-year cycle anyway, rough 18-year cycle, and, and that's what will be followed. So don't worry about it. If you're already investing in London, Birmingham, Crewe, Liverpool, Leeds, Sheffield, Manchester, even places such as Wigan or Preston, you're already investing in those areas for a reason because you've done your homework, you know they work, and those places have got strong fundamentals. So do not worry about HS2. Moving away from railways, yes, I'm getting too excited talking too much about railways and you might be getting a little bit bored listening to too much about railways. Brexit is the other subject that we've had a few questions about and that's really difficult to answer in terms of no one really knows what's going to happen. You know, at the time of recording this podcast, and by the time it comes out and then a week later, it's effectively old news because... You know, the government have changed their minds about something. At the end of the day, everyone's just a complete loggerheads over mighty Brexit. Um, yeah, starting to annoy a lot of people. Well, it's been going on for three years or so. I kind of keep out of it, to be honest. The property buying strategy at the moment for myself is based on buy to lets and TPN when we're sourcing properties to foreign investors given the current economic circumstances and the currency fluctuations, it's very advantageous for people to be investing from abroad into the country. So that's our main focus. You know, we're not ridiculously involved in Brexit. We do know that it does have an impact. It's the uncertainty that's been created, in my opinion. It's the uncertainty that's been created by the government and, you know, all the politicians that is affecting the country. It's the uncertainty for the last three years and that seems that that's going to ramble on for a lot longer as well. In fact, a book that you should re I recommend you listen to, I think it's called Parliament. 
limited and it really explains why or how politicians are really looking after themselves and all their business interests. You could argue it might sound like a bit of a conspiracy theory. However, it is a fantastic book. So it's called Parliament Limited, A Journey to the Dark Heart of British Politics. It's by Martin Williams. We'll put a link in the show notes. Definitely recommend you listen to that because politicians will probably be arguing over Brexit for various different reasons. They want to you know, look out for themselves and they might have uh, business interests that they need protecting that Brexit will affect as well. So hopefully that answers a bit on bit on Brexit. It's a bit difficult to do an episode about it because it's chopping and changing all the time. What doesn't help is the uncertainty within the economy, the uncertainty that's being created. And that being said, that's the reason why HS2 has been delayed as well. It's because of this ongoing, are we going to be in? Are we going to be out? Who knows? Let's find out. At the end of the day, fact of the matter is this. If you're in property and you are focusing on your building your buy-to-let portfolio, building your HMO portfolio or developing building houses, demand is still a lot higher than supply. Yes, the cost of materials might have gone up and you know, bits and pieces like that. Understand that that does happen. But from a basic economic point of view, we're in a very, very good position at the moment. We just got to knuckle down keep focusing on doing what we're doing, pay a bit of attention here and there to what's going on, but have that focus, follow one course until successful. So hopefully that on HS2 helped a little bit of Brexit there as well. At the end of the day, just in summary, if you're already investing in the areas where HS2 is planned to go, you're investing there because those places have already got strong fundamentals. HS2 would just be the cherry on top. It would just be the bonus. In terms of Brexit, anything can happen with that. No one really knows what's going to happen. People are getting very worked up by it. But for yourselves, myself, TPN, everyone involved in property, just keep doing what we're doing. Demand is a lot higher than supply. That in a nutshell, just don't pay attention to the news and crack on. Now recently on TPN, we have taken on some mentoring clients. We've taken on, we've done some strategy days for people as well. And if that's something you're interested in doing, something you're interested in having some one-on-one time with one of us to tap into our knowledge, so rather than being involved in these massive training courses or you know big seminars with people, if you'd like to get some one-on-one time, if you're just starting in property, you've got a couple of buy-to-lets and you want more, or you are just confused by the amount of information that's available and you like a one-on-one strategy day with one of us, then you can do that. Just email me rob at the property nomads.com. That's R O B at T H E P R O P E R T Y N O M A D S.com. They could be done in Hull, they could be done in Bournemouth, or if you prefer them to be done in your hometown, if you're based in the UK, then that can be arranged as well. The purpose of it is so you can sit down one-on-one with us and come away with a property business plan that you can then go away and implement as well. There are elements of follow-up as well. For example, uh, access to us on WhatsApp or via email for a set period of time afterwards as well. We've had some people do that with us recently. They've really enjoyed the experience, got great value for money. So again, just getting involved in property, are you not sure 
where to start, what to do, who to speak to. Two things I recommend. Number one, go and check out Buy to Let, How to Get Started, which is the book that I wrote a little while ago. That's on Amazon. Again, link will be in the show notes. Go and read that. Listen to this podcast as you're doing as well. If a strategy day is something that interests you and something you want to do because you want to accelerate your growth, you want to have some dedicated one-on-one time with one of us, then email rob at thepropertynomads.com and we would love to hear from you and love to be able to work for you as well. That being said, we've got some fantastic interviews coming up on the Property Nomads podcast. You do not want to miss them. We've got John Lee Dumas coming up soon and then with Ahmed Khan, Aaron Dew and Peter Jones. So do not miss out on those episodes. They're all fantastic interviews with property experts and entrepreneurial experts. Until next time, I'll feed the same.